podcast. I know we took a little bit of a break given I lost my voice for an entire weekend and we had some scheduling issues, but now we're back and talking about metas and video games, primarily Destiny 2. We also touch on some AI conversation and some other miscellaneous topics. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wasted Youths podcast. Back again. Don't ask where we've been. If you want to know, you should follow us on Twitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys doing tonight? (laughs) Um, Not gonna lie. Pretty hungover, dude. Pretty hungover. Really? You were drinking last night? (coughs) I made a mistake. Hey, was that that uh, Good Friday rave? So this will this will kind of flow into our uh, drink section. I stopped at a liquor store, huge liquor store, like floor to ceiling, wall to wall, liquor, just huge. Uh huh. Yes, that's and usually how liquor stores are. No, like imagine the entire <laughs> produce section of Walmart, or if you've ever been in an Aldi's, the entire size of all Aldi's with a roof height of Walmart. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, it's just Aldi, but yes, I Aldi, get it. Yep. Aldi's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I picked up a new Spice Drum, and if you've Ooh. been following the podcast for a minute or two, you know how dangerous bamboo rum is for me. Oh, bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo. Mm. Um, I saw some of that in my cabinet today. I don't <laughs> know. Was I think that was from the birthday. <laughs> but, um... So I think I, I bought that. Spice <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Uh, and I got some Coke to mix with it. Long story uh-huh. short, I'm not drinking tonight because... Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> what? Whoa! Yeah. How did you not throw up everywhere? <laughs> I don't wow. know. Same... <laughs> Speaking of the birthday party, that same shit happened to one of the guys... While we were recording the podcast at the at, at my birthday party, he was throwing upstairs. up. No, he wasn't throwing up. But I came upstairs and he was passed out on the couch, and I'm and everyone's just sitting on the at the table, you know, shooting the shit. I'm like, dude, why is there someone passed out on the couch? And they're like, oh, he's like sloshed. And you, they're like, they pointed to the a bottle of rum. They're like, you see that bottle of rum? He drank half of it. And I was like, what the fuck? I was just mixing it with rum and coke, and I was playing some uh, Destiny (laughs) with a buddy, and I just didn't realize. I I got to a point where I'm like, oh, man, I'm thirsty. I want some coke, and I didn't, like, pay attention, and there was more rum in my glass (laughs) somehow, Mm -hmm. so I had some coke. All right, keep going. It reached the point. I don't remember the past, like, (laughs) I don't know how many matches I did after that point. But I sat there, and it was like 7 a.m. I'm like, oh, I'm gone. I'm not going <laughs> to remember this. I'm going to bed, guys. <laughs> I, 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 think, so I think we bad. should do... I think we should do Halo drinking games for the next uh, Twitch stream. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Baltite has yet to experience that. Yeah, I'm uninitiated. Oh. oh. <laughs> <This is laughs> Shotgun's like, oh no. 
<laughs> let's just say feel bad for your son <laughs> let's just say this last time we did a halo drinking game i forgot how my computer worked and couldn't <laughs> on the stream bro that is the only vod i have deleted bro and yeah that was a, that was a rough stream halo <laughs> drinking games are the only time i've like pissed myself i was so drunk so <laughs> <laughs> oh no that was like the early early days of the podcast okay i don't even know if we were streaming that that might have just been a post podcast thing we were doing with like you know a good group of people we were streaming it we were streaming it yeah yeah one of them did you like announce it when it happens nah man (laughs) i didn't realize until like i got done playing and i got up i'm like i gotta use the restroom and I wa- got up, and I'm like, ah, shit, uh, my pants do not feel, like, completely dry. <laughs> it wasn't, like, flat-out loss of bladder control, right? But it was, like, I was, <laughs> sloshed, I was sloshed enough that I, I peed a little while I laughed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Then I got up, because I'm like, I clearly need to use the restroom. Um. I got up. I was living in a camper at my grandma's property at the time, right? Uh, so they live like out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. I went outside, opened the door of the camper, and I was had that moment. I'm like, Hold up. "Is that the sun?" <laughs> oh, I remember that because you sent me a message. You're like, "Um, I messed up." Done goofed. I stepped outside and um, I was greeted by the sun. I thought it was two a.m. still. And that's the reason I can't drink blue raspberry Svedka vodka anymore. Oh, what a terrible thing to be drunk <laughs> on. Wow. I can't, I, it was. Yeah. I, can't, I can't drink proper 12 whiskey anymore. Yeah. I can't. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what are you guys uh, drinking tonight? <laughs> grapefruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking guys. non-alcohol Arnold Palmer and Red Bull. That's that's just called an Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmers aren't normally to, alcoholic shotgun. I have to specify <laughs> for the podcast because I've done that before. I had to specify. I, I went and came up with something on the fly and I think it's the best drink I've ever made. Okay. It is a full can of 1919 root beer. Okay. Okay. With about two shots of blackberry schnapps. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Blackberry, red and, or uh, and four beer. ice cubes. And four ice cubes, precisely. No more, cubes. no less. It was gonna be two, but then, like you know, the ice cube tray was almost out, so I was like, I might as well just use all of them and then refill them. You know, what I'm saying it's one of no, those sorry. one of those situations. So yeah. might be a little bit more watery than I planned on, but it's fucking good. <laughs> Oh, it is just two shots of schnapps though so like that's but like, barely any alcohol <laughs> yeah yeah that's not bad so uh for the news this week i uh, i got us covered so here in indiana and you guys probably felt it a bit up north um that massive storm cell that came through oh yeah fuck that shit that made me late to work yeah so my parents had minimal damage just like two panels Uh at their fence got destroyed but then when the tree branch came down it took out their power okay Mm -hmm. no no big deal we'll just get it repaired 
Well, when the idiotic electricians decided to yeah, plug up, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna cringe at this, Micah. When they plugged the power back in, they didn't ground it. Oh, so no, it why? surged the entire house, destroyed their treadmill, melted like six surge protectors, just Jeez. fried the entire house. Yeah. Dang. So my parents someone's, are not happy. <laughs> someone, who's gonna pay for that? Insurance. Oh, insurance. insurance. All right. Yeah. yeah. Remember, remember when we were having this conversation about business insurance before? That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, it's for when dumb shit like that happens. Oh boy. Uh, so yeah. You know, fuck it. And then I've been waiting a week now for chicago mm-hmm. to get their shit together because i've been waiting for my package to clear that came from australia it's literally uh-huh. three stickers for my car it's a front banner a rear windshield decal and then i guess it's two stickers and then uh seatbelt covers it has been is sitting the, is it what is this the custom custom wasted youth's bumper sticker merch <laughs> that, uh, that uh, i've been hearing about no but we should do that that'd be sick <laughs> Don't drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> and don't drink and play Destiny. It ends badly. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. my competitive score. I went down from a plat one to like probably gold three. <laughs> so yeah, I got a man. bit of work to put in tonight after the podcast. <laughs> oh, man, that fucking storm though. I woke up. I had to work the morning after that, after it went through the Twin Cities, right? And I went out to my car. I looked at my car. I'm like, it's completely covered in snow, right? I'm like, I call my boss. I'm like, hey, boss, I'm going to be a little bit late. And he's like, all right, no problem, because you know where I work. But um, (laughs) the, (laughs) uh, the, uh... I, I then went over and started trying to get off the entire passenger side driver's side just scraped off the passenger side it wasn't snow it was like blocks of ice that were affixed to the car (laughs) you're driving down the road and it's just at a 45 degree angle left side tires off the off the road i had to fucking i had to fucking use my uh my uh brush that's normally used for like brushing snow off i had to use as like a pickaxe to smack it off the windows my gosh you should have used your kukri it would have been done so much faster (laughs) (laughs) along with half your paint but eh. yeah probably i ended up i ended up doing the stupid thing and pouring warm water on it just to like get it done faster and thank god nothing bad happened but like yeah (laughs) i was like I, I looked at I looked up I'm like okay what's the actual risk of this happening if I if I do this and they're like it's pretty high I'm like I don't give a fuck <laughs> I'm lazy it's a twenty year old Prius it's fine I did I did turn the uh, I did turn the car on first so like the inside temperature was oh, was actually okay. pretty warm by the time I did that but yeah nah, yeah man that was a miserable storm yeah that car yeah. is held together with hopes and prayers man. <laughs> and now and now some duct tape that a friend from uh, my martial arts class lent me after she saw my uh undercarriage dragging she's like you want some of this i was like sure like why that. not 
no nah, i just need a, i mean i honestly I, I need to replace the whole fucking car but i need to replace the undercarriage and i need to get the uh ac fixed those are really mm. the only two problems yeah and the ac is not a big deal because i live in minnesota and i don't use it for you know three quarters of the year true true but <sighs> now on to the topic of tonight Tyler, the topic of tonight. Yeah, Tyler and I have been playing a lot of Destiny, so it's pretty prevalent oh, okay. for us. But I think you will have some interesting insight on said topic. Uh-huh. It is insight. about metas in video games. Metas, Whether like that Facebook. be, yeah, yeah, yes, basically. exactly. <laughs> the the podcast into the metaverse. Podcast. Podcast. Micah, guys, this is the announcement. We're moving to the metaverse for the podcast. You can see us live in the metaverse. I am taller than five foot seven. Yay! <laughs> Come hang out in avatar. our studio Shotgun's audience. Avatar is just like eight feet tall. <laughs> I finally can look down on people. And then Mike and I are just Ugandan knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it, right? That would be we. Shotgun would build like an actual avatar. <laughs> custom and we just like download no, something we're, off we're the internet here, like... no i'd be i'd be a do walking... you know the way <laughs> i'd be a walking shotgun holding a bucket of kfc chicken <laughs> <laughs> that I love that. That, that's good oh, that's, that's i would just be a large nose for, for at you you know like sneezing <laughs> You, you don't want to use your other nickname as inspiration for making an avatar. <laughs> oh right, no, no, certainly not. No. Oh, okay. Also, isn't so... balty? That's just chesticles, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Oh, uh, so anyway, metas and video games. Like yeah. you're talking about, like like the like the play like, style that's prevalent yeah. and successful in multiplayer games, usually, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I haven't been playing too much multiplayer games in the past few years, but I could probably uh I, I, I can I can give some uh input from like some more classic multiplayer games. Yeah. I mean you've And got also some single player games. I do. We yeah. were talking about that actually before uh, you hopped on. Alright. But, but uh so first uh so now that we've kinda explained metas we're going to delve a little more specific. So we'll do PvP, like, shooter genre games. Um, yeah. Since Achu and I have been playing a lot of Destiny, we'll start with Destiny. Achu, what is a trend you have noticed that is meta in Destiny? I'm sure you have heard me complain all the time about it. Yeah, there's, there's two really big ones right now, and I should actually go grab the numbers on these because they're hilarious. Yeah, 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 absolutely bonkers. So um, so basically, there have been two guns which have totally controlled the meta for the past uh, month or two. Um, uh-huh. The first one is called The Immortal. It's an SMG. Uh, basically, it, it just gives a higher DPS than almost anything else available. Um, that that's yeah. So for for those maybe not so much into the gaming universe, DPS means damage per second. PvP is player versus player combat. Um, so more or less, it's like you're going into a paintball game with somebody else, and they have a paintball gun, and you have an Uzi. 
That's that's kind of what going up against <laughs> the immortal is like. <laughs> yeah, man, this this is I mean, this is kind of by an issue that I take with a lot of uh I don't know. I guess Destiny kind of has arena shooter vibes, but it's not I don't know if it's technically an arena shooter. No, it's you a know. looter shooter technically. Yeah. Um the problem is it's like uh with a lot of games and you see this especially in Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Um especially the older Call of Duties is DPS is like the only stat that really matters, right? Yeah. Um you know, when you get into tactical shooters or, you know, kind of hybrid shooters that are tactical but also arena-y like the Battlefield franchise, uh, you kind of get a variety of different weapon types that are good in different situations. But when you're running around a small battlefield just trying to kill people as fast as possible, generally speaking, DPS is king. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the only counter really is range. Um, and on some of these maps, you just can't get far enough away to yeah. really nullify the range of, of the immortal. So I got the numbers up. 4% of all kills in PvP were made with the immortal. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but there's over 700 guns in the game. So <laughs> one of those guns is getting 4% of all of the kills. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. So what's the uh what's what's the draw is there a drawback to it? Does it have like a long reload time or something like that? There's the there's only, no balancing, nothing. Yeah, the nope, only, nothing balances. Only drawback, and that's just because the archetype SMG, it doesn't have a ton of range. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's got more range than a shotgun, but not as much range as let's say like a um just an AR archetype. Gotcha. Um, yeah, there are so two Two hard counters, you can use a bow or a sniper and have more range, or you can shoot them literally in the face with a shotgun. Uh, and if you miss, you're dead. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the... I can I can think of a few game balancing counters that they could do to, to, to improve that. One is just make a, uh, a ranged weapon that, you know, has the same DPS but is ranged, and maybe it does that DPS with more damage per shot, so it has a lower rate of fire, doesn't work as well at close range, kind of what you yeah. were proposing. Yeah. Uh, probably a few guns like that exist. The other thing would be uh, having some ability in-game, and I haven't played Destiny all that much, so this might already exist, that allows you to... Uh, identify the location of someone and track them easily so they can't get the jump on you yeah i, I um, use that it's called foe yeah. tracker and and it is very overpowered yeah so i mean there are they call them hand cannons in the game mm -hmm. they're just space Pistols. revolvers basically okay, yeah. um and those do a really good job i almost exclusively run a hand cannon sniper loadout because mm -hmm. i'll choose a witness it i'm insane with snipers um mm -hmm. and then hand cannons i just like how accurate i can be nine times yeah. out of ten as long as i'm not drinking this rum i'm <laughs> clicking heads any um, other rum is good just not that rum <laughs> apparently this rum is just as bad as bumble that's but, the wacky juice yeah so Hand cannons are nice because they have really high damage per shot and they stagger or flinch you. So you can't mm -hmm. hold your aim as steady. Gotcha. And since they've got a little more range, 
they don't have as much DPS as the Immortal, mm-hmm. but I have the range and the accuracy. Mm-hmm. So by the time they close that distance, they're either dead or one bullet away from being dead. Mm-hmm. So that's a good counter, but there's not much you can do against a shoulder-charging titan going mock Jesus around a corner and just blasting your face apart before you can blink. That is so. fair. It is hard to counter Jesus. You know, I think that there's there's two ways to kind of you fix... have a whole holiday about it tomorrow. <laughs> There's there's two ways to kind of fix a meta, right? So yeah. you can either add something that counters it, and both of Micah's examples were that, or you can simply reduce whatever the item is that the meta is built around to the level mm-hmm. of everything else. Right? But people don't like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Players yeah, totally. usually respond more negatively to nerfing than they do to adding additional content. Destiny yeah. has a long history of, of doing... Mm-hmm pretty substantial mm-hmm. nerfs and yeah it, mm-hmm. it it's turned a lot of the community pretty toxic yeah i mean you got from a game design perspective it's really ho- balancing a meta is super hard like from you know my time when i we would remember shotgun when we were playing a ton of rainbow six siege before we were playing on pc when we were playing on like playstation 4 yeah. that was one of the that's one of the things that that game is always struggling with is balancing the meta and honestly i think they do a pretty good job at it um because they implement both methods right nerfing and adding additional content uh because each of them has the downside right if you're nerfing things you get backlash from the players that like to use those things right um but if you're adding additional content and that's all you're doing, you eventually will start to suffer from power creep, where the stuff that you put in at the beginning of the game is now essentially useless because you added one thing that was too powerful for that, and then you made a bunch of weapons that were at that power level, while now no one wants to use the base weapons anymore. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Um, one thing that makes Destiny so hard to balance is... Mm-hmm perk rolls and then just general weapon archetypes so a lot of the time when they nerf something they'll make the mistake of being like oh it must be this perk that's causing this insane amount of damage or this four percent kill rate yeah and they'll just nerf the perk Mm -hmm. well then the gun is still op you just look for a different perk roll Mm -hmm. and then you get that and well now my pretty good ar let's say that has that perk that it relies on that perk mm-hmm. now i might as well just destroy it because it's useless yeah right well and, and ideally the way that i would fix this problem is i would debuff one of the stats on the gun right and and i, I was looking at a little bit more of the numbers with this 12% of kills in a specific game mode were made with this gun this week, right? Yep. So, like, you can look at those numbers, and if it's not about equal with the rest of the options, or at least, let's say, half of the options, right? Yep. It probably ought to be dropped. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, yeah, that, like, that makes for sense. a game like Destiny, there are guns that are fun to use, but they're not good. Exactly, um, yeah. I would say, like, well, and, and those should cross, those should be the same. My, yeah. I, I would say they should look at like ten percent of the guns used and yeah. then balance those. Instead of mm-hmm. looking at the whole picture, narrow it down a little bit, work on that. When a new meta arises, okay, is it just good and fun or is it OP? Yeah. 
Yeah, because the, it, it's just so the re- <laughs> the real the real struggle is like okay, so the easiest way to mod something or to fix a meta right is if you init if you realize if the meta arises after a new update comes out, yeah, and say it's very obviously in this situation oriented around a certain weapon. Yeah, the easiest way from a programming and game design perspective to fix it without fucking up the rest of the meta is to uh mod the gun nerf the gun make it easier to use yeah uh that way you don't have to worry about how these you know it's mixing with everything else right yeah yeah so mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's one other thing about the immortal specifically it is solely earned by one game mode uh-huh. and that game mode only comes by once a week for three days and then it's gone so a very small small group of people has have it and they're stomping everybody else with it Uh so So, i was looking there's a not even play if you don't have the ability to get that right yeah on like everybody using the same gun because everybody else is stomping with that gun it's just not fun you know you want to see a wide variety of play styles and different people trying to make their version of what is good best right yeah that's yeah that's the other thing i was going to say is the one thing you really want when you're designing anything in you know a real time game right so you know actually any game really any game that's pvp is you want every strategy that's viable to both be fun to play right so you don't want these strategies that are like the optimal strategy but also super boring and you want them to be fun to play against, right? And that's what it sounds uh, like this one's struggling with is it might be fun to play. I don't know if it's actually even fun to play, yeah. but it would be, it does, it does not sound fun to play against. It's, it feels like a, uh, extreme example, right? Have you, mm-hmm. Did you guys ever play Call of Duty World at War? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you tried logging into a multiplayer server for World at War on console? Oh God, <laughs> it's been it's been years. Yeah, right, I guess I tried... it, it would have been like probably twenty fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Same. You know what happens when you tried logging in on PlayStation Three to a multiplayer server, a World at War in two thousand fifteen. You know what I happened? got yeah, I got stomped. I just you, absolutely you, face into the ground, just death. <laughs> you immediately get sniped by some guy that has no clipped himself onto a roof and is using auto aim. Right? Yeah. This is the optimal strategy for playing the game right, right. now because the anti cheat is not functioning. It's probably not actually that fun to play, and it's not fun to play against. Right? Um. So that's an extreme example of you know this going horribly wrong. <laughs> but like yeah. you know. You could just as easily design a game to be like that. Like, if that wasn't a thing you had to cheat to do, can, you'd have, be having yeah. the same problem. Yeah. Can I take us off of the rails for a second? No. <laughs> <laughs> always, um, always multied. Uh, what's it called? Anarchy. Yeah, so have you guys heard of that Minecraft Anarchy server? It's like the oldest one. Um, to be two T, yeah, and and so the the whole idea is anything goes, right? And what it's become in in recent years, or 
maybe even just this year, it's become an arms race to have the, to be the person with the best hacks, right? Because anything goes, right? Mm -hmm. So they're making their own metas by hacking and, and, you know, making these hacked clients that do it better than other hacked clients. And for some reason, like to me, that's just really interesting as far as like the future of gaming is concerned, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. there's almost this like economy or a small ecosystem of, mm-hmm. of talented people who are, it's almost like uh, like uh, r- robot fighting. It's, it's kind of like yeah, that. <laughs> Guess what? Okay. So that's a Minecraft sh- server. Shotgun, have you ever heard of this server? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. I've so hopped you... on it once upon a okay. time. Okay. Do you know what the, do you know what the meta is for combat on that server? What's you the know. most, what do, you think, <laughs> what do you think is the most commonly used method of killing people on that server? Probably it's ridiculous. In PvP, in PvP, not counting traps or anything like that. Cause I'm sure that amounts for a lot, but I was getting ready to in... say probably like gravel or sand. <laughs> no, no, it's fucking placing the, uh, those those in end crystals in yeah. crystals and blowing people up using them <laughs> that's the whole meta of combat swords swords and are not used in in 2b2t for dealing damage to opponents <laughs> well and you go from like the original intent for the game all the way to where it is now and it's like what the hell you watch somebody playing it there's all these crazy numbers and colors on their screen from the hack the hack is literally made to click and punch that's what it does and it clicks and punches on somebody's location so you click to place the crystal you punch the crystal they die right that's mm-hmm. the idea and it just doesn't look like minecraft anymore it's ridiculous yeah. it's it's like its own thing right so that's that's one of the interesting things that I I kind of I was going to actually bring 2B2T up if you didn't cuz like this is an interesting thing where we see uh metas being created in player driven communities. Yeah. Um and you've seen this in Minecraft a lot actually. Minecraft has a bunch of good examples of this. Like if you go back way back in time to like the the 2010s, right? Uh the early 2010s you had like Minecraft hunger games yeah maps and each server would have different metas of like what's the ideal way to play the game right yeah um yeah. and like you know a lot of them like usually the the setup was just like you had a bunch of you know equipment in the middle that you could go and get and it's like do you go for that how much of that do you go for or do you just run off into the woods and start collecting materials like what's your strategy here um and and different people took on different strategies and it created this whole whole meta around it uh which is very interesting because like the people who designed that game mode weren't game designers right no, usually right, yeah. most of the time they were just people that liked minecraft and thought the idea of the hunger games in minecraft sounded fun so they said we're gonna do it right it so there was no dev intended meta here yeah. With most AAA right. titles, like there's a dev intended meta. Like, even if they're not absolutely correct about how users are going to use, you know, new equipment most of the time, they have an idea beforehand, right? Like strand, um, right? Yeah. I mean, Destiny is a great example of of a 
I mean, would you call it a triple A title? I think I would. Yeah. Like they're making millions and millions of dollars off of the game. Bungie, so yeah. <laughs> okay. So like they make so much content and put so much out that there are unintended and unforeseen consequences for just about everything they add to the game. Yeah. Like I guarantee you they did not mean for the immortal to be this strong. Oh no. Unless they not. are like intentionally cooking up like anger in the community in order to get more attention from outside of the community. Right? Right, to get people coming it's a in. <laughs> I mean, done that before. YouTubers do it a ton, actually. They'll like intentionally say something wrong to get more uh, mm-hmm. engagement because more people uh, will comment. The old, the old PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, Honest, example, honestly. Good. Oh, oh, yeah, I was going to say PewDiePie is the master of that meta. At least he was for a while. Like, <laughs> now, other now it's Mr. Beast. Other, yeah, now it's Mr. Beast. Now it's Mr. Beast is. Uh, is crazy man but like other youtubers have tried it like i think i think jontron tried it but then he got canceled for a year and now he only makes one video every six months (laughs) yeah yeah man i love some of this stuff though jontron's like i'm gonna go on like uh like uh ultra alt-right podcast to talk about stuff and then everyone was like no jontron we don't like it when you do that <laughs> and then like the prob the problem is like you have to maintain your current fan base while right. drawing in new ones and he right. kind of just like lost a bunch of his fan base with that because i think i think he misread the situation of what his fan base was. <laughs> well, and it's funny when you look at, like, social metas, right? Because, like, that mm-hmm. is a social meta, intentionally pissing people off to get more engagement, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that's weird. It's weird that we've come to that as a culture. Like, Outrage culture. Well, yeah, right? And, and like, that's how you make the most money on platforms mm-hmm. like the ones that we're on, right? You, mm-hmm. you get people to listen, and then you make them angry. Um... And, like, that's meta right now. Weird as mm-hmm. hell. Because meta, hell, yeah. meta, like, back at the beginning of YouTube was like, oh, just upload a completely unedited video of you playing Minecraft. Right? That was the meta. <laughs> I feel like that was, I feel like that was not OG YouTube. That was, like, YouTube 2.0. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, like, that was within, like, five years of creation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Original YouTube, it was just, like, an unedited home video is what you uploaded. Right. And maybe... You know, two people would watch it, and maybe like two million people would watch it. <laughs> and you no, I never guess like knew there was yeah, no algorithm, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, like you look at a uh, Smosh and uh, Fred, right? Fred was one of the early ones, yeah. And like the meta there was like uh, it, was, it was skits. It was a lot of skits yeah. initially because like that was what was most like television, which was what people were most used to, right? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as video games started blowing up as much as they did, um, I think that, you know, attracting, and then this is kind of an icky part of YouTube, but attracting a child audience that, like, doesn't have to go to work, that can just sit around and watch your videos all day, bring in the most amount of watch time and, and uh, you know, numbers for ad um, ad purposes, like, that, yeah, that became had, the meta very quickly. Yeah, you had personality-driven Let's Plays, right? Yeah, yeah. Um like so IGP is like, one of them. I mean, his thing is always um, he he plays horror games. Oh, okay. Um, oh. And like he's like, 
there's monsters under the sea. I met them, and now I regret everything. <laughs> I love his, that. That's his thing. Like, his channel mm-hmm. descriptor is, hi, I play a lot of video games, and I regret everything. <laughs> that's that's yeah, his man. spiel. And it draws in so many people, because he's mm-hmm. got a personality. And dear Lord, his scream is freaking gold whenever he gets scared. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'll be laying down trying to fall asleep listening to a video, and then I just hear his scream. I'm go, <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> now, it's just hilarious. If we're talking about YouTube metas, we'd be uh, significantly remiss to not mention Spiff. Um <laughs> The Spiffling Brit, for those of oh, you Oh, Spiffling don't know. Brit, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, has his his YouTube channel is is oriented mostly around gaming, right? Uh, yeah. Where he tries to break games. So he plays a lot of Skyrim. He plays a lot of uh, city builder games or, you know, strategy games. Uh, he also, though, makes a significant amount of content about breaking the YouTube algorithm, which is fucking hilarious to me because everyone talks about doing that like you got people like matt pat who talk about it's like i know the secret to the algorithm and i can i coach people on this and stuff like that but like the spiffling brit will be like hey look this video is gonna get like 10 billion views and then it does get 10 billion views <laughs> like, like he's like yep okay youtube fix this it's <laughs> hilarious he Sorry, recently he recently uploaded a video about uh, how to uh, win the YouTube competition game. Because, uh, so as of the time he uploaded this video, hopefully YouTube has patched this now because it was a serious vulnerability actually to the algorithm. Uh, you can take out ads on YouTube, right? For yeah. content. It does not have to be your content. You can okay. take out I could take an, out an ad for a PewDiePie video if I wanted to. I can choose who I target that video to. Oh, so yeah. let's say I, t- I take out a pu- ad for a PewDiePie video and say I want it to target baby boomers. Okay, so people 60 plus years old. Why Ford suck? <laughs> well, and, and, and they go, they get an advertisement for this. They click to the video. Then they realize, 10 seconds in, this is not a video they're interested in, so they click off of it. YouTube records this activity, and if you know what happens when you get a bunch of people that watch the first 10 seconds of your video and then click away, YouTube stops recommending that video. (laughs) So you can essentially make take out an ad for someone who's like making the same kind of videos that you are you can take out an ad for them recommend it to an audience that has absolutely no interest in that video wow yeah that's heinous that is the most evil thing i can imagine honestly that's absurd wow youtube That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's take down all the big creators, and then it'll just be <laughs> us, <laughs> bro. That's the thing. And he was saying it's like relatively cheap to do so. Yeah, it's like, like five hundred bucks, right? Um, yeah, like you can pay thirty bucks, reach an audience of like four to five thousand for a week. Yeah, he he did the, he did the math on it. The bigger the that's creator insane. is, 
the more trouble you're going to have because the more people they have watching their whole videos. But he was right. saying something like it would only take one person to take an $1,000 ad out to tank a, your average Mr. Beast video. Wow. Another one that I really liked from him was uh, he, he put an ad out, right? And you basically pay for the ad per impression is, is what I yeah. gathered from this, right? Mm -hmm. So every click, you pay a certain amount of cents, right? Mm -hmm. Then as far as ad revenue goes, you get a certain amount of cents per impression, right? Mm -hmm. So depending on the type of content that you're doing, the amount of AdSense coming in changes. So you can, uh, like, let's say, for instance, you're doing kids content. Kids content makes, like, some of the most money on YouTube. Um, so let's, and then on top of that, streams make a premium over mm -hmm. normal videos, right? Mm -hmm. So you can put an ad out, right? And you're, you're paying, let's say, I'm going to make up some numbers, you're paying 20 cents an impression, right? But if you're doing a kid's live stream, you're making 30 cents an impression, mm -hmm. right? And you can just run that number and it's this infinite loop. So every time somebody gets on, you're making 10 cents at the end of the day, even though you're paying for them to see it in the first place. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was like also from the spiffing Brit. And, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I imagine that they fixed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as we're talking about uh, like, you know, non-game metas, I feel like there's uh, <laughs> a, one other... Uh, fun little hack that I want to bring up. Uh, and that's the way to just make a ton of money. Well, not a ton of money. This is significantly less effective than the YouTube hacks we've been talking about. <laughs> uh, but like there are people out there that make passive income through Spotify, right? Yeah. So they, up they upload a track to Spotify. Doesn't sure. even have to be good. It could be a three minute white noise, you know, track and then they just get you know a hundred cheap ass smartphones and have them constantly replaying that track all day <laughs> which like you know with the way spotify is monetized you get you may may have like five bucks at the end of the day if you do that but like you know you're losing money in electricity <laughs> yeah i mean maybe that, that's that's interesting i mean i saw like there's a lot of really funny and this is a little bit of a stereotype, which I I regret that it came from this source. But there's these really funny Indian videos where they do exactly that. And uh -huh. they just have, they're like sitting on a bed with like smartphones all around them. And they're like, this is how you make money on YouTube. <laughs> and they're just like, and you just have to go to each one and press play and then do it again. And then do it again, do it again, do it again. And then you just, you're making money. <laughs> See, <Yeah. laughs> There's probably there's probably a better way to do that with like virtual machines, right? Oh, absolutely. And so you could automate the process, <laughs> so you wouldn't actually have to press play every single time. But it's dude, especially with AI now, like you could you could make a bot that just goes and like opens browsers and watches YouTube videos in the background. Oh yeah. Speaking of metas, this is a life meta. I, I'm using <laughs> I'm using AI for fucking everything. Shotgun's like, just sitting here like I wanted to talk about video games, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll bring it back. And, uh, th that's why I want to talk about metas, because I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a lot of diversity in this conversation. Like here, I'll like this podcast. Uh <laughs> I, I won't share my I won't share my screen for like the podcast viewers, but like uh 
I, I, instead of going to a Destiny, like, wiki or, or anything else, now I ask the AI what to do. So if I need instructions on how to do a raid, normally it's kind of convoluted and, and confusing. I can just ask the AI, hey, how do you, what's the most optimal way to run this raid? And it'll just lay it all out for me. It's incredible. Are you using ChatGPT? Yeah. Do you have uh, access to GPT-4 or just GPT-3.5? Uh, does the, is that the difference between plus and normal? Yes. I, I'm yeah. not paying for it yet. I okay. will be soon, though. Gotcha. I, I have just because I found it very... GPT-3.5 isn't very good for helping me with the kind of schoolwork that I'm doing. GPT-4 is better than any math tutor I have ever had in terms of explaining mathematical concepts in a way that I understand them. That's awesome. I'm not saying it could replace yeah, yeah. math tutors because like other people do not learn the same way I do, especially math, but it has been very helpful for me. That's, That's great. Insane. Yeah, I, I also go I for it, man. I never thought in my lifetime, like, I know we're all young, mm-hmm. but growing up, I'm like, there's no way, like, watching or playing Halo, I'm like, there's no way this Cortana thing is going to be real ever. Right, and yeah. We're literally using AI for everything. Yes. Yeah. Now, don't... AI, necessarily? Yeah. I mean, it is learning, but still. It's, 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 a, like... it's a machine learning algorithm. The term is that they've been using is generative AI, which is... Yeah probably meant to sound as much as general ai as or yeah uh, not general artificial general artificial (laughs) intelligence as possible because that's like the ideal that we're looking for in terms of that's the mountaintop of artificial intelligence as far as we can see right now um but yeah it's the term ai is contingent and as i say just because you know don't want to be, you know, super on the AI hype train because it is a controversial thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, For it, why? Does, it does have its downsides. Yeah. Uh, like what? For example, well, chat GPT, um, I've run some tests on GPT 3.5, right? Uh, it's not as smart as people think. GPT 4 is better, but 3.5, it can get a C on most of the you know, entry-level computer science classes that I'm I'm doing right now on most tests. It can get it can get a C average. I'll take the test and then I'll have GPT I'll I'll throw the or ask GPT the answers to the questions uh after I'm done and see which ones it gets correct. Hmm. Uh and sometimes it just gets them wrong. And do you, you teach it? Do you do the the thumbs up, thumbs down thing on every every incorrect answer? Uh not on GPT three point five because uh, I don't think it's helpful, but I do on GPT four. Um, yeah. So uh, it does something. It, it doesn't know things. That's the, that's the I think the big thing that like if you're gonna use generative AI, that's the one thing you should know. The AI doesn't know anything. It just or it knows very basic things about how humans communicate right yeah Yeah. so it understands how to format things from my understanding that's about all it knows um so my my favorite thing to use it for right now is like i'm i'm doing a a master's course in uh in theology right mm -hmm. 
and we are reading a lot of these books that are not common books. They were written 40 years ago, and mm -hmm. there's no reviews, there's no synopsises, no spark notes, nothing on the internet, mm -hmm. right? So what I will do is I'll ask it to give me a synopsis of the book, right? And most of the time it can't, but if I ask it in a few other ways, I can get it somehow to find the information. Um, and then yeah. once it, once it finds the information, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's on par, but it takes a little bit to kind of guide it there. Yeah. Um, so, so from my understanding, the reason for that is, is this, this is my understanding of how it kind of, when you query it for something, when you ask it for data, this is kind of what it, the process that it does. It looks broadly through all of its training data, right? And says, okay, what's, what's the answer to this question, right? And if there's enough people enough instances of the answer to the question in the training data it can just give you spit you out an answer right however its training data is the internet in 2021 right that's essentially what it has in its training data uh plus some updates that have been added since then mm. if in 2021 no one on the internet was talking about this or had talked about this really probably won't have an answer ready for you immediately you'll probably have to probe it a little bit for example i asked it about um the place that i do martial arts training osful martial arts right uh it said it didn't know where that was or what that was and i said oh it's a it's a martial arts place in the twin cities then it knew what it was because then it was searching only the data relevant to the twin cities right yeah yeah so yeah sometimes it needs prompting because like i said it doesn't know anything it just right. can look at its training data and see what words are associated with which other words i, I have a question for you mm -hmm. so uh, something that i've been kind of toying with is automatic filling of basically forms or um uh, yeah, we'll just call them forms, right? So, like, imagine you've got, like, a tax form, right? Mm -hmm. And you're trying to fill out every single... That's not a great example. Uh, like a subscription sign-up. You need your name, your address. No, like, something a little bit more complicated. I don't want to give the... Uh, actually, what I'm using it for, for a few reasons. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like... Like, like adoption let's, papers or something like that. A little closer. Like a doctor's sign-up? Like you gotta write down. That's a good example. That. Something like, that requires actual input aside from like basic information. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. So like, 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 let's say uh, a doctor was going to write um, all of the information about a visit that he had with a patient, mm -hmm. right? That's kind of the form that I'm looking to fill. Um, and what I've found is that it's really great at making a mock form, right? But then from there, if I ask it to fill it out and I ask it to change a few things about the form, it kind of forgets the steps that we've taken, right? So, like, let's say in, in the first form, it's got 1A, B, C, right? And I say, okay, remove section C of section 1 right? Yeah. And it'll do that. And then I ask it to fill it all out with mock information again. And then it goes it, and it re-adds in section C, or maybe it adds a D section that wasn't there in the first place. And I'm really struggling with figuring out how to make it remember things so that I can fine tune what it is that it's doing in a conversation with me. So two, two pieces of advice. One, 
well, one's not advice, one's just kind of a, a statement. GPT-4 is much better at that and maintaining okay. consistently. It still does make mistakes like that, and it still can get trapped in a loop, especially mm-hmm. in longer conversations with it. But uh, it is much better at that. The tip I would give you is to type out your prompt somewhere else, right? Um, the one of the one of the major issues with the chat gpt interface at least in my opinion is that it's formatted like an instant messaging app yeah which which is not ideal for like the actual kinds of prompts you want it to give it if you're trying to get it to get, do something specific so you want to like type up paragraphs for it of instructions right sure and then ha- and depending on what you're trying to do that work might defeat the point of having an ai do it Mm. but you know basically tell it the general format of how you want it to present the information and then tell it what kind of information you're wanting it to present Um, yeah Yeah, so the idea instructions the idea here is that this is going to be a task that i'm gonna have to do like every day right so if i can get it to understand um, how to, to make these things, then I can give it general information about how to fill it out each time. If I say, you know, use this name and this thing happened and this whatever, and then it will go and make it sound professional and sound really well put together. That's kind of my hope is that it can resynthesize casual, uh, you know, information that I provide into something professional. Yeah, so the way I would do that... Is I would, instead of trying to get, you know, GPT to remember your user input, I would figure out what template works the best right off the bat and use a new chat each time. But like structure the template something like this. The first line says, uh, I need you to help me fill out whatever the form is called. Form We'll call it form 1A. All right. I need your help to fill out form 1A. Form 1A is broken up into... This segment, segment A, segment B, segment C, and segment D. Uh, In segment A, this information is supposed to be stored. In segment B, this information is supposed to be stored. In segment D, and so on. And then at the end, you say, uh, now I'm going to give you a bunch of information, and I need you to put the relevant information into this form in the sections. Right. And then type up, you know, whatever, whatever you're wanting, you know, if it's like an incident report or something like that, type up sure. what happened and then the people involved, the time, the date, yeah, the area. All, all the relevant information as like a narrative or however it's coming to your mind. And then, you know, it might take a few tries, figure out what prompt works best. But then it, it will eventually like just sort it into the data that you want. Yeah, that's that's kind of exactly what I'm looking for. Also, is there a way you can give it like a pre-made document and it reads the document and then it will no. do documents after that to mimic? Not, not yet. Not um, it is it is purely a language algorithm, so it can only read and write. It can't like uh, see. Yeah, like, okay. and if you want to, if you want to figure out how bad it is at visualizing things, just ask it to make a like ascii art or something like that um draw me does, a hand yeah <laughs> like like seven fingers like uh the uh gpt reddit has been like 
flooded with just people trying to like have it make ascii art and people were like someone was like draw me a map of europe in ascii art and then it just drew a diamond (laughs) that's gold yeah it's fucking it's fucking horrible at anything image related because i mean it's a text generating album algorithm right but um, you might be able to put the clause in uh do not add or remove segments it oh, might yeah? remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What we'll do you mean? figure out a way, like, when you're having it fill out a dark document, oh, okay, gotcha, and it's randomly gotcha. adding or removing segments. Yes, yeah, that, that's... Give it the rule. That, yeah, that's the other thing I was going to say, is, like, uh, tell it exactly what you want it to have, and specifically what you don't want it to have, if it has a habit of generating some extra text. Um... And then if it still does, despite those clear instructions, you can just, you know, do a follow-up prompt that says, remember, don't generate this, and then it'll regenerate it for you, hopefully without that. Yeah. Um, I need to look into that. That'd be... I've never used AI for everything, anything at all. Yeah, it's it's super... It's super useful. A lot of people get overhyped about it. I will say it is a tool... Yeah. It does not work if you do oh. not know how to use it, right? Yeah. It's very easy to learn how to use, but you have to know kind of about what you're trying to use it for. Like, I was having this yeah. discussion on um, Discord with some friends, right, about the virtues of, like, AI art and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and it's a big contentious thing right now for a variety of legal reasons. Um, but I'll... St- I'll, I'll talk about one that some people are concerned about and this is not the only one this is just one i think is stupid right is people are worried that it will rep- like programs like dolly will replace artists and i'm like if you're if you're worried that dolly is going to replace artists you need to look at more art <laughs> yeah, yeah i was gonna say you either you either don't know anything about art or you haven't ever tried to use dolly to make something specific because like <laughs> if you're not like if you're not already an artist, right, like, a, someone who is an artist could probably use the descriptive language for what they want it to make. I can't, I can't make it make anything that's, like, actually useful for me. Now, Aside I, from I, memes and shit posts, that's all I use Dolly for. <laughs> Dolly has a incredibly small, uh, like use case in this way Mm -hmm. but i really enjoy using it to make horrifying images Mm -hmm. um because it's really good at uncanny bullshit it it can make things just look scary um Mm -hmm. yeah you guys see the two uh jokes i asked uh chat gpt to make it's in the general chat no i'll have to look at it after all right i'll just read it to you write me a good joke for an adult podcast Chat GPT says, sure, here's a joke for an adult podcast. Why did the chicken cross the playground? To get to the other slide. <laughs> it's I'm not so good at humor, apparently. They're they're really shitty. <laughs> okay, what's the second one? Oh, write, me, write me a good joke targeted at an adult audience with some level of satire. This joke should be about the about meta commentary. Sure, here's a satirical joke about meta-commentary. Why did the self-referential joke cross the road? 
to get to the punchline that was ironically predictable, yet still satisfyingly humorous in its self-awareness. Okay, that's good. That's good. See, that's funny just because it's so that's, atrocious. That that's <laughs> so that's, dry. That man. that reminds me. That reminds me of another Reddit thing that happened. Okay, someone was freaking out about AI. All right, and then someone, for some reason, in one of the comments, mentioned alpacas, and apparently there is a bot on Reddit that is like alpaca AI or something like that. And whenever someone mentions an alpaca on a server that it's monitoring, it drops an alpaca fact. And it <laughs> dropped an alpaca fact. And people just were responding to it like, this is the best piece of AI art ever created. <laughs> when the AI chimes in during a conversation about AI. Oh my gosh. And instead of, you know, being like, hey, we're not bad, he's like, alpacas can spit up to 25 feet. <laughs> well, pretty much. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck, it's the dumbest thing yeah. ever. <laughs> True. Alright, well, it's uh, been an hour, so we'll go ahead and wrap up the podcast section. We'll have a short little after show for those All watching right. the stream. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this week's episode of the Wasted Youth Podcast. It has been a fantastic time with my co-host, Micah and Achu. Bless you. Hope you all have a good evening. <laughs> Peace out, people. <laughs> Adidas. <laughs> I don't think we can say that. Thanks for listening to the Wasted Youths Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. The Wasted Youths is produced by Dominic Sanders and Micah Moore. Dominic is also the lead editor of The Wasted Youths. All music featured in the show is composed by Micah Voorhees. If you enjoy our show, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and consider donating through the link in the description to help us make better episodes. If you know someone who might be interested in the topic that we discussed tonight, feel free to send them our way by sharing this episode with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic evening, and we'll see you next week.